This session is supported by Upflex. Upflex gets your organization access to the largest global network of workspaces for teams and companies of any size. Um, we are very happy to have again a very uh, great panel of panelists uh, from New York, Tel Aviv, and Warsaw. Uh, so we are and we are in Barcelona. So and um, the idea is to to discuss about um, you know the idea that we spoke about corporates and big com companies um, who are now considering flex as uh, as an option for them. But how to grow that and what are the challenges that? So, but first of all, I will let you introduce yourself, each one of you, starting with Sherry. And, um, and then we will move to the presentation by, by Conrad. Uh, we'll structure a little bit the discussion and then we come back to the, to the group discussion and to have a worthwhile uh, share of thoughts. So, Sherry, can you introduce yourself? Thank you so much, Yang Yi. My name is Sherry Tao. I am the VP of Space Partnership at Upflex. Upflex is a startup company based in New York. What we're doing here is we're building a hybrid work solutions for the greater you know, commercial real estate community to help to solve and also implement the client um, you know, enterprise levels flex work, flex work strategy. And we work with um, space operators, we work with the broker communities and we work with enterprise level clients to make sure that they are ready and they are also implementing their strategy to like, encourage the new for workforce requirement of the flex world. So that's what we're doing here. Really nice meeting everyone and happy to be on the panel today. Upflex uh, is available in the exhibition area. So for those who want to get in touch with you, uh, welcome. And uh, so thank you, Sherry, for, for the, the introducing yourself. So Nir. You are in uh, sunny Tel Aviv. Tell us about yes. this, remind us who you are. True. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Neil Kellner. I'm the chief executive of uh, the Brain Embassy. The Brain Embassy is the co-working brand of Adgar Investment and Development. We're a real estate company. Uh, at the moment, we operate uh, in the Brain Embassy 30,000 square meters in Tel Aviv, Antwerp, Belgium, and our biggest portfolio at the moment is uh, in Warsaw. I was looking forward to meet, uh, to meet you everyone face to face, but uh, unfortunately it will need to wait uh, another year, but I'm very happy to attend the, uh, the virtual panel as well, and hope it will be valuable for everyone. Perfect. So congrats. Welcome back. You're our, one of our experts. <laughs> for uh, we have been so for for quite uh, quite a while now. So remind us who you are. Yes, thank you. Uh, my name is Konrad Sharuga. I work uh, for CBRE. I'm head of flexible workplace uh, team, uh, which advises uh, our clients regarding flexible space. And our clients are occupiers, uh, owners, and operators. So, so basically, we advise all the parts, all, all the players on, on the market. Uh, and this is a huge deal for our company and a very fast-growing um, uh, part of, of, of the business, uh, which I created for the last two years. And I want to share with you some outcome of our research, which we made uh, globally and for the EMEA. And I will add some comments for local market because I'm responsible for the Poland in particular. Perfect. 
Okay, so let me start sharing the screen. Is it okay? Yeah. Perfect. We can yeah. all okay. see the screen. Um, so maybe 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 something very obvious, but uh, we have to deal with the COVID situation uh, second year, and what is maybe expected, maybe maybe unexpected uh, on the office market, and based on our research, uh, people employees want to work from home. Of course, this depends on the what sector and what uh, market group we are. But basically, more and more companies after uh, first few weeks, few months of the of the COVID situation wanted to go back to the office. Uh, for some, it was huge, huge change because some companies we have to remember about this never worked, for example, never worked from, uh, from home, never worked remotely. Uh, some companies more uh, tech or oriented or uh, people oriented already ha uh, have incorporated some hybrid solutions, hybrid work uh, or remote working, and this expanded. But basically, it was new situation. And if we, when we measure and discuss with the occupiers, uh, after few weeks, few months, they, uh, uh, which were very nervous for everyone. Uh, we saw that they prefer to work from uh, from the office. Especially, this is the case for the smaller companies, small medium companies, and uh, scale ups and uh, newcomers for the market. Because uh, one thing which I think um, it's not very often highlighted in, in many COVID-related uh, discussions and situations is the the, the COVID is. Uh, uh, appeared during uh, good prosperity on, my, on many markets. And in many markets, especially here in Poland, in CE region, we, we have lots of newcomers, new companies who entered the, the market from every part of the, of the world. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the case in, in, on plenty of markets, plenty of regions, not only in uh, India and not only in Europe. And uh, newcomers, at first, they preferred to start with the flex, which is much simpler, easier way to, 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 to set up the, um, the office space. Uh, they grow. And this is something which is very hard to uh, pick up during uh, uh, research and, and statistics. When you start with a few or, or, or dozen of people and grew up to 100, 200, few hundreds of, of employees. Uh, but for this kind of companies, scale-ups and, and newcomers on the, on the particular markets, they prefer to work from home because, uh, sorry, from, uh, from the office because people want to uh, get know to each other and the managers and C-level of, uh, um, C-level um, <clears throat> uh, employees uh, want to create this corporate identity, which is, uh, very important, especially uh, during the times like, uh, like this, and uh, this will be highlighted later on in, in the presentation. And uh, this is something which is not very often visible in typical spreadsheets uh, during the um, uh, research data. 
So when people uh, go back to uh, to the office, uh, the way as we work and the way of work changed dramatically. And uh, even if we, uh, when we did this research, we gathered, gathered the data a few months ago, we already seen that during this year, we saw few changes in approach uh, on different markets uh, uh, for the customers, for, uh, for our, our customers, especially for the occupiers, because the COVID situation and our expectation about how it will go changed. Lots of people thought, okay, it will disappear within months. This is very temporary. Again, also, also we managed to live with it. And another wave, which was kind of expected, was surprised for, for lots of people. But also, the people wanted to go uh, to work. So, hence, we, we have some uh, different solutions of, of the work. Lots of companies come back to standard office and, and uh, do like different shifts, different approach with um, measuring of, of the health of testing the, the employees. But more and more companies decide to go into the hybrid. And by hybrid, we mean work from, from the office, from home, and from third party location. And by third-party location, uh, we mean mostly, but not, not always, this goes to the flex. And, and I think this is, uh, uh, this is a good, good deal for our, our segment of, of the market because we're seeing that flex, uh, flex market growing very, very rapidly. But, growing, but it's growing in a, a very peculiar way which I will uh, address uh, shortly. Um, and it's going because, because two things. We, uh, on this slide, we see that lots of companies, uh, how, they, um, how they behave during the COVID situation. Some of the companies, especially tech-related companies, are growing very rapidly. Some companies, um, unfortunately, uh, decreasing with the size. But when we uh, divide this into the sectors, basically more and more companies are growing. And very often the growth overcome the impact of the COVID and by impact, I mean hybrid working. So even if companies are growing, part of the uh, staff has to work from home, from uh, flexible space, shifts, any other uh, way, they need, they still very often need more, more and more space. And uh, so this is good for the, for the market, for the flex market, because we're seeing lots of lots of inquiries uh, from every type of company, from small, uh, small, medium, micro companies up to huge corporate players. But uh, on the other way, we're seeing because of the COVID, and disrupted chains of supply, the supply of the office space, also flexible space, was limited. And what we're seeing right, uh, right now, especially in Poland, uh, we're seeing this in a few other markets, that uh, especially uh, this year, from the vacation from August, market picked up very rapidly. 
and uh, for bigger requirements, bigger bigger clients, especially corporate clients, uh, we seeing uh, decreasing amount of options or even lack of the options if they're looking for the space in smaller markets. Uh, and this is uh, and this is due to how the COVID impacted the availability of the space for the operators. And that's why we also see, and we might discuss this later, we, we, one of the challenges is to securing the space for the operators, which I think nobody expected six months ago. So as mentioned, flexible space is, is, is uh, basically obvious answer for the, uh, for the uh, challenges of the uh, office uh, occupier, office clients, uh, because during the COVID uh, situation, our, our situation, which is very, uh, the reason is different, but, but uh, outcome is very similar to what happened in 2008. We have uncertainty of the future. We, don't, we, we have uh, huge difficulties in predicting what will uh, uh, happen in next year, in long term. So we focus on the short-term solutions and best short-term solution for the office market is flexible market. So as easy as, as trigger this, this sounds, this, uh, uh, this is the key driver uh, for the behind uh, behind all this wave, all this picking up of the market among occupiers who go to the flex. Of course, mm, technology and collaboration uh, is, is a huge part of the um, uh, huge part of the uh, the situation of the of the COVID was huge accelerator and the boost for the flex market from uh, from the demand demand side. The way how occupiers work and perceive office, not as the premises, but as the solution uh, for work and for attracting and retaining talent changed dramatically within the last uh, uh, two years. And we have to uh, answer uh, the needs of the, of the clients. And this needs changes every three months from my experience. This is, we, never, we never saw, I never saw such dynamic mar uh, uh, market and such dynamic in the needs and change of the needs of the clients. Uh, since I'm uh, working on, on, the, on the real estate market. This is huge, poten huge potential, huge chance for the flex. And we're seeing that flex is uh, booming from the demand of, of, of the occupier. Uh, there is no, uh, no need more for explaining what the flexible solution is. Most of the uh, companies know what, what is this. Now we have to think how to address the needs, which are different for, for different companies. And uh, solutions like, and, and I, I would like to, to start discussions with the, with the Sherry and, and Tenure, how they perceive how their solutions uh, answer this, uh, this needs from the clients. Yeah, sure. I'm happy to jump in here a little bit to provide some of the, you know, what we see in the market here. Current, you know, the difference right now is we're seeing the purchase behavior is actually coming from both the company at the company level, but also could coming from the regional team level, right? And the purchase behavior within the 
same company but different group can be very different. From the company level, the way how they're looking at this is very different than the traditional way of thinking is this is a real estate strategy. It's no longer a real estate strategy. They're thinking this more is a combination of real estate strategy, HR strategy, and change management. So a lot of companies, they understand flex is the way for the future, but in terms of how do we get to the future, it's still very uncertain for them. So often what they take is they take a phased approach. So they will identify what is the key um, you know, challenges they're facing right now. Maybe that's a, a remote sales team that they no longer have an office, or that could be a new hiring strategy in a certain region, and they do not have an office over there, or it's a group of team that they need to uh, get together every Tuesday and Thursday. So it's varies um, at that level, and the companies are scrambling to put together different solutions for different teams within the same company. So what that means for us is just means for the greater community, we need to think a little bit more creatively. How do we create this kind of components to help the company to fulfill various different types of needs, right? So that's from the company level. Then from the individual user level, we're basically entering into a new cohort of people. Traditionally, you know, the user for co-working world are more smaller size company, more entrepreneur driven, they're resourceful, they're more tech savvy, they can figure out a lot of things on their own. When we're getting into the enterprise user, they tend to be um, a little bit different. They're a little bit more challenged from technology wise and they have a much higher level of expectation, right? So what they're expecting from the experience is not just a space being provided to them. They're also kind of ex expecting some level of hospitality, so to speak. They are expecting to walk in with monitors already set up with some sort of a level of seating, maybe standing desk they, they require and with you know, easy ways to book a private time either by themselves or with their own team. So all of this are the things that you know, from flex, flex operator point of view, we need to think about outside of the box, how can we restructure the space and how can we also, you know, um, train our staff to be more accommodating to this type of different behavior. And the other thing I wanted to really mention is, you know, we as a technology company, we put data as one of the most important component. We're seeing a lot of the companies are asking us the, to help them to collect information from the operator to fulfill part of their corporate strategy. And that could be related to ESG, DNI accessibility. So those are the things that maybe from a space operator point of view, it's not in the past something on top of their mind, but it's something that we need to start thinking and start like considering how do we capturing those data to fulfill the needs from this new type of client, new type of users. So that's my um, some quick feedback for the community. Back to you, Karnad. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were muted, so. Yeah, sorry. Yes, I was thanking Sherry for the for the first input. Um, so near, so from where you are um, and in the network of brain embassies. So, do do you indeed experience these changes 
uh, in demand and um, and also we sp we spoke in previous panels about the personas that are more and more different and need to be addressed in different ways so at your level how do you are you address it and what's your your, your what you have dates on that so first of all i agree with uh, conrad and sherry that the focus at the moment is more into uh, an experience and uh, companies are looking to create a workspace environment that support inspiration for them and uh, they are looking more uh, uh, of solutions that are not only a white box that uh, let's say uh, uh, are under the definition of flex office they are looking more of a work environment that support uh, uh, activities like yoga, Pilates, happy hour, uh, content activities, etc. And we sure do see it uh, over here from, uh, especially in Tel Aviv, we are working in different markets, as I mentioned before, Tel Aviv, it's nothing like the others. From Tel Aviv, uh, from the summer, uh, uh, there is uh, a significant demand for offices, especially a co-working space. So most of the co-working space in Tel Aviv at the moment are fully booked with a long list of uh, uh, workstations awaiting for availability. And once we have availability, people are just fighting for the space. It's unbelievable. I could not imagine that we can reach to this kind of uh, point. Um, Sorry, the, the, I, I, read, I read today that Tel Aviv was not the most expensive city in the world. True. It's, uh, and I must say that we had a little bit of contribution for that. Because what we are doing, we are just increasing the prices. Because this is how it goes in the hospitality industry. Mm. When you have demand that you cannot offer. So the, 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 the first tool you think about is increase the prices. So we did it. Everybody is doing that uh, at the moment. So the market is booming so strong uh, that it's sure unbelievable. And the reason for that is uh, because we see a lot of money streaming to the market, especially to startup, to high-tech high companies. So at the moment, uh, the market uh, is loaded with money. Uh, companies are uh, having, uh, um, uh, they are doing commercials. So you can see outdoor signage, you can even see commercials at the TV when they are encouraged people to join them. Like uh, again, the fighting is about recruitment. So Tel Aviv, I believe it's a little bit of an extreme example, but uh, if we are speaking about more uh, on the markets that we are operating in Warsaw, uh, as Conrad said, we sure see an increase of demand for our uh, products. It's uh, very easy to small, medium enterprises that are sick and tired to work from home to combine our facilities uh, uh, with working from home or working remotely. So we should see this trend. And another interesting uh, thing that happened in the last year is the, the a massive digitalization process of the co-working industry. We see a lot of providers like, like Upflex is a good example for that. But uh, we see more and more 
Uh, even small operators that are just uh, funding a software that will enable instant booking for open space, they're using their office, uh, book uh, meeting rooms by the hour and by the day. And what we did in the past year is also embedded this kind of uh, option in our website. So at the moment, uh, our website is open for everyone. And even, even if you are not a Brain Embassy member, you can just access our website and book uh, open space, a private office, and meeting room by demand. So, so is, it, is it the driver of, of, of growth as well for, uh, of, and for of, um, adoption from employ, for employers and employees, this availability of on-demand tools, such as a Flex, of course, uh, um, or is still something... Marginal. So I, I remember we had a discussion about, about platforms and, and sales platform uh, a couple of years ago. And most of the operator was admitting that it was less than a few percent of their leads that came through this platform. I, uh, maybe maybe near and then, and then Cherry. So. Uh, the way I'm looking about it. So first of all, our strategy, we are open for everyone. So uh, we chose to collaborate with most of the providers. And with some, we didn't because they were too small. Uh, but let's say from the 80% that the providers that offering these kinds of services, we were open for that. And I see it, I see it more as a lead generator for us because at the end of the day, uh, we are providing a very high-end product um and from what i see that people and come and experience our facilities by booking online they're kind of uh paying leads for us because mm -hmm. uh, they are they, they are coming for a couple of days to try the space and if they like it chances are that they would like to uh take a permanent membership uh, and uh, in the and do you think that those, those people from uh, employees from companies would have discovered your space without those platform or uh, no, it's, it's, another, it's a driver of changes? Um, it's, a, it's another distribution channel for us at the end of the day. So we are trying to distribute our facilities in the, uh, in the media, in the social media, but this is another way for us Uh, to distribute our facilities and our services and, of, of course, gain uh, more revenues that uh, their percentage of our total revenues increase. That, that's true. And when it began, I must say that I was uh, a bit concerned about marketing our, our facilities uh, as a, a on-demand because what does it mean about us that we cannot rent our spaces on a monthly basis. So now we are asking uh, uh, for an uh, instant booking. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, rethinking about it, we basically uh, give more uh, options. So we have more uh, uh, products and services within our basket as a sales tool. So we can offer on-demand booking for those who prefer it. For corporates that uh, used to work from home need like to have a, a team building a meeting outside their facilities. Uh, most of them are using hybrid model of work. So uh, if everybody, theoretically speaking, 
want to come to the office at the same day, the space will not be sufficient because they are keeping a social distancing. So by that, uh, yeah. they are able to book uh, on-demand space with us. Sh Sherry, so um, there is a, a dual message here. It's one, you are giving more leads for the space and so they are happy to partner up with you. And on the other hand, it means like, okay, the direct, <laughs> they, get, they catch the customer once you brought them to them. And so how do you see that? And how do you see indeed this um, on-demand dimension being a way to, as we said, um, bring more of the employees of any companies in the Flex uh, offering? Um, you know, I, I agree on a lot of level what Nur is mentioning, right? The way how a space should be marketing themselves should be multiple channels. There's their, their own channel and then there's other channels to marketing themselves. At the end of the day, we always go back to what the user is demanding, what the user, the client, their behavior is like, right? Even though when we're talking about on-demand, there are different types of on-demand we start seeing more and more from the enterprise user level, the on-demand, it doesn't mean it's unpredictable. It's actually a more predictable behavior. What end up happening is, especially for the team get together, needing a meeting room, need a private office type of situation, they have very um, regular bookings at the same space on a regular basis, right? It is on demand, it's different than the traditional renting out the room for the, for the months, but in a way it's also predictable um, revenue for the space operators. It's almost like for this type of a shopping behavior, it's fractional buying, right? It's like a, almost like a timeshare. They, mm -hmm. they want to dedicate it. They are devoted to one space, but the needs is not Monday to Friday, every single day. They just need a several days per month, several days per week. That's the type of demand we see more than the very random one-time, two-time droppings. It's because you know, when you're dealing with larger size enterprise company, their employees' behavior is very different than the smaller size or sometimes even to the medium size. So what we're doing here at Upflex is we wanted to be the technology empowerment house to empower everyone to make their choices, right? Space, like operator, like brand embassy, they can decide what works for them and we are matching what works for them with the needs from the client side. So here we're trying to basically utilizing the resource as most you know, efficient and utilized way. So this is the way how we see how you know, this type of channel is going to play in the entire ecosystem. And additionally, we're also you know, collecting more data and behavior and that insight can be helpful for the space operator to understand what's next, what's the next thing to build. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Conrad, uh, is it good news for companies such as CBRE? So that uh, it seems like you know, those big deals, uh, 300 desks, in a flex environment that you traditionally sell. Um, maybe it seems like, okay, it's a challenge for your, or your, also your own way to sell those spaces and to, to create solutions for them. Uh, how do you see that? Um, how to address that? Um, yeah, I think we, uh, we have to address a few things because during this conversation and, and due to the topic of, uh, of our conversation, of our panel. So, uh, uh, your your question, your question very shortly 
we have plenty of work because uh, we are advisors. We we switching during last ten years more from broker to the advisor. And and uh, as Sherry as Sherry mentioned, the market maybe nobody is can see this, but market is more data driven, and you you need data to 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 give the advisor to the clients, and it's uh, and especially during the times like this when the uh, dynamic on the market is huge and, and, and the needs and requirements of the clients are very different. Uh, regarding our discussions, because uh, uh, most of our listeners are operators or, or operator-related persons, I think we have to also distinguish that the market behaves differently for different sides of the operators. So, so from my perspective, what I'm seeing, like, it's different metrics and different dynamics for the operators approximately above and below below 1500 square meters in size. Operators, uh, why is that? To, 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 to be successful and to, to, to have consistent business model, you have to have, you have to reach at certain, a certain point like 90% 90, 90 of occupancy and keep it. If you have less than 1500 square meters, your vacant space, which you can offer to others is like, than dozen workstations, it's not so much. And because of this, you can very little to offer to the market and big brokers cannot offer you the clients because this is too small space to, to, uh, for them. And that's why you, as the operator, you will have bigger contact, bigger experience with the platforms, also like, uh, like Upflex. And I think this is good that Upflex came here because Upflex can, can give you bigger rotation and a better utilization of this vacant space. And maybe for you, it's a good moment to think how to re redesign the space. Because for the bigger operators, above 1,500 square meters, 3,000 to 4,000 square meters, and then both, they can mix different uh, workplaces within this, their space. So, so small units, bigger units, different kind of the space and this is also a different kind for this and different purposes and the rotation within the space is slightly bigger why i'm speaking about this because what we're seeing during the COVID times last two years the very peculiar thing the typical length of the commitment uh, first commitment of the client shortened it was above in, in polish market it was above uh, circa about 16 18 months it shortened to in some cases to eight, nine months, sometimes even smaller, but more, and why is that? Because clients were uncertain, but what clients did, they stayed longer. They renew, renew, renew. We have plenty of re renewals. Mm -hmm. This is good and bad because from one side, you can better predict your business, but if you have existing clients, it's very hard to raise prices for them, for, for, for the client. This is uh, clients do not uh, don't like rising the yeah, prices, yeah, 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 and yeah. and again back to the first point, it's easier for the big players like like Brain Embassy for the new who has bigger space, he can uh, better rotate in the space and having bigger pile of part of the bigger chunk of this vacant space, he can ask more and then he can uh, better use this situation and have better yields, better margin. For smaller oper operators who, who also contribute from the more and more renewals, it's less space for um, uh, putting more uh, big, bigger price and having better margin. But prices, cost of the service, of the utilities is rising for everybody. 
So I think this is this is also the, the very interesting topic to, to, to address. And this is the situation where, where Upflex, who is cooperating, please share uh, comment on this with big players and, and smaller players can benefit a lot for the uh, for the smaller operators. Yeah. Uh, and very shortly, and another distinguish bigger and smaller operators. I think what I see very strongly is distinguish between center located operators like city center located and outside of the city center. Totally different di dynamics and totally different clients type and needs of the clients. Uh, exactly. So, uh, Sherry, just uh, uh, on that. So, um, we spoke a lot also yesterday about the urban spoke model, meaning satellite officing the network. So, um, so as the yeah, the, the topic is really how to grow this usage by employees of companies uh, because uh, if we propose between home working and HQ something in between, we need to address all these different situation needs. Etc. So, how do you take that that part, and um, and what where are those challenges to to reach out? We spoke about a lack of supply, so Conrad uh, mentioned it. So, how to address it? Yeah, you know we're seeing more and more um, demand in the satellite cities and in the second tier cities, and there are some of the market it's um, very saturated. Like in, for example, in the U.S., we know there are cities in the south. They are larger cities, like for example, Atlanta, it's becoming a really hot market. But then when for, for the operator to think about like what is the future that they wanted to build, right? One thing is to understand which market is hot and where people are. A lot of times is to match with the hiring strategy the companies have, right? And then the other thing I just wanted to um, bring to the greater audience to think about when we were thinking about this uh, new type of user, which is the larger size companies. A lot of times to them, this hybrid model is not really about all about access. You know, like um, the smaller size companies, when they're thinking about hybrid, they're actually thinking about more like access, right? They need access to the space. For the slightly larger company, what they need to offer to their employee is in a way almost like a benefit. Mm -hmm. They have to offer an option to their employee so that the employee has the option, but access is becoming less important and less relevant, right? From the, for, for, the, for the hybrid hub and spoke model, what we see is the hub is becoming a touchdown places for the team. But it, from the operator point of view, you know, you, you may get nervous that you don't see people are coming here all the time. There may be days, this office is empty. And then you wonder if this is something that going to be sustainable in the future. In reality, it will be because it's being offered to their employee as an option and the usage of the access is becoming less relevant. So, and what about this, the lack of supply? Because as you mm -hmm. weave together all these players and offerings, mm -hmm. um, how do you address it? I, I can figure out, you, you, you work with Mm -hmm. employers and and i guess this is what they are asking but it's uneven that's the that's the key message here in terms of supply right there are market that just like nur mentioned like tel aviv it's the, the the demand is utterly high and then there are other areas that you don't see the same kind of level of demand so in terms of supply it's very uneven in terms of location wise and you know allocation of the as the, the location 
And there's also another level of uneven in terms of what kind of inventory people are asking for. Right, right now, a lot of people are asking for short-term access. They're asking for um, you know, larger sites, meeting rooms, often space operator may not have for them, you know, for companies <clears throat> to have their training session, to have their quarterly meetings. They're asking for sites that are like 20, 30 plus. And often for the space operator, that's not the kind of meeting room size they have. So another way to think about how do you supply this kind of like demand is to maybe have a different offsite place and that can be bookable um, as a request, and then the space operator to be the person operating this offsite location. Just to think a little bit outside of the box more creatively, how to generate different types of revenues. Okay. Um, Neil, are you back? So you're back? Okay. So thank you for reminding us that we can replay all the sessions uh, anytime. And, uh, but um, we are arriving at the end of this, uh, this session. We are over, even a little bit over, but uh, what about this topic of um, uh, people want to have uh, in-between solutions? So being coming to Brian Embassy in the center of Tel Aviv, that's one thing, but also um, I'm not familiar with the traffic situation in Tel Aviv, but I can assume it's pretty dense. Jam, jam, jam. Yeah. So, so how do you, as an operator, address that? Is it um, maybe partnering up through other platform with third-party operators? Is it how do you address it? Uh, so, I must say uh, one small comment before answering your question: that um, we had quite a ride in the co-working industry. Yeah, as uh, as vendors, I must say, because when the pandemic started, all the uh, all the media was giving a very negative, uh, uh, let's say, uh, back wind, uh, or maybe it's, you can see it's a front wind to the uh, co-working industry. And what's happening at the moment is exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. So we are enjoying a very strong uh, back wind. And as I mentioned before, I'm working for a real estate company. Yeah, we are not... Uh, 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 operating as a normal co-working pro provider who is leasing, fit-outing, and subleasing. And um, fortunately, I enjoy a very uh, a strong support from our board to expand our uh, uh, services. And uh, we have building, uh, which is uh, 20 kilometers from Tel Aviv in, in a very uh, suburb uh, city, let's say. And uh, over there, I was uh, considering opening the uh, brand embassy before the COVID, but I was quite concerned. But uh, this, because of all those changes that uh, uh, we mentioned, we chose to uh, launch uh, another location over there, 2,000 square met meters. Uh, and from all around, after announcing that, I'm getting like uh, inquiries of companies that would like to book this space eight months before it's ready and it's mm -hmm. 20 kilometers from the center of Tel Aviv. Meaning, uh, I believe uh, looking at the near future, not like years from today, because I don't have a crystal ball, but looking at the near future, uh, I think that uh, the upcoming demand will come from a various dimension, uh, mm -hmm. as we mentioned over here. Uh, within the cities, 
within a, a, a second tier cities. Um, so I think we are facing a bright future uh, for all of us. Perfect. So um, yeah, we are then even over. Uh, Conrad, just a short word of conclusion, if you like, and then we leave the last word to Sherry. Um, I think Nir did a great summary. We have this back wind, but this which which pushing uh, pushing this industry forward uh, right now, and this is huge, huge opportunity, huge accelerator, and uh, this is very good for industry. Uh, very important industry is, is getting bigger and bigger, and it's harder and harder to look look at, uh, on it from uh, eagle eye view as, as a whole there's different segments you, you, you have to address different challenges different uh, needs for smaller players interrelated players bigger players uh, it's, it's it's now it's much more complicated but for everyone i think this is better and better times we we know better what client is clients are more aware uh, of the flexible space and and unfortunately the COVID situation was very fortunate for, for this industry. And uh, okay. this, this, this is the best conclusion. Thank you. Thank you. Sherry. Yeah. So, you responsibility know, responsibility for you to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Ending a high note. Um, you know, we truly believe that flex will be becoming part of the mainstream for the future. But flex could mean different things in the very near future for different companies, for different operators. So, togetherly, I think what's important is for all of us to keep an open mind, to keep a creative mind, to really think about what the users are thinking about, what they need, and came together as a community to come up with solutions and shape the future together. And uh, I would say data is going to be a really key uh, component for all of the decisions and uh, technology will remove a lot of the barriers and frictions. So we all bright in the future and uh, we just have to all work together as a community on this. Perfect. Thank you so much, all of you, for uh, your participation in this great discussion. Um, the, the presentation will be uploaded shortly in the attendee And um, have a good lunch break. Enjoy the rest of the conference and we hope to see you soon physically. Uh, Outdoor or indoor, anywhere. <laughs> For Absolutely. sure. For sure. Thank you so much, Yanni. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. This session was supported by Upflex. Upflex gets your organization access to the largest global network of workspaces for teams and companies of any size.